The following podcast is for informational purposes only, and the opinions expressed therein are not necessarily those of Canal Insurance Company. This information is not designed to replace, substitute, or supplement our client's independent obligation to comply with any laws or regulations. Listeners should complete their own independent research in creation and development of their company's risk management and safety programs. Welcome to Episode 3 of Holly Notes, podcast by Canal Insurance Company. I'm Marty Maroney, Director of Risk Management Services at Canal. This week's guests are Alan Campos and Ismail Perez with Canal SIU Special Investigations Unit. As a leader in commercial transportation insurance, Canal Insurance Company is dedicated to fighting insurance fraud and protecting its customers from increased costs due to fraudulent and non-valid claims. We are committed to an aggressive prevention, detection, and investigation plan to provide the highest quality of service to our customers. Canal has a dedicated staff of experienced investigators whose primary role is identifying suspected fraud and taking action when fraud is present. It is estimated that insurance fraud costs our country more than $30 billion per year. Raised premiums due to the result of insurance fraud costs, the average family roughly 400 to 700 per year, and certainly much more than that to the average trucker and trucking company. Canal Special Investigation Unit maintains primary responsibility for detecting, investigating, and assisting in the prosecution of those who attempt to defraud the company or attempt to obtain benefits to which they are not rightfully entitled. In my conversation with Alan and Ismail, we'll discuss how to protect your cargo against theft, rest stop safety tips, minimizing risk, and reporting criminal activity. Alan, Ismail, and I hit on the top things you should and should not do at rest stops to protect your cargo. The most common scenarios of cargo theft, why and how to accurately report suspicious or criminal activity, and much more. I learned so much through my conversation with Ismail and Allen, and I know you'll be just as intrigued as I was. Now let's get rolling. Good morning, and I want to welcome you, our two guests, Alan Campos and Ismail Perez, both special investigators with Canal Insurance. Uh, Alan, please take a minute and introduce yes, yourself. Yes, uh, my name is Alan Campos, and um, I work for Canal Insurance Special Investigations Unit. I'm a, I've been a special investigator with Canal Insurance now for almost three years. Uh, prior to that, I spent 18 years as a law enforcement officer in, uh, in South Florida. Great. Thank you. Appreciate you joining us this morning. It's Mel Perez. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Good morning. My name is Ismael Perez. Uh, I've been at the Special Investigation Unit for approximately six years at Canal Insurance. And like Alan, uh, I was in South Florida in law enforcement for approximately 15 years, uh, investigating some uh, traffic enforcement, traffic reconstruction, a little bit of commercial vehicles, and uh, detective unit. So between Alan and I, we have a good, good amount of uh, experience with uh, what we're going to discuss today. Uh, appreciate you folks joining us this morning. You mentioned Special Investigation Unit. What actually does that mean? What What is the duties of that of that department and positions? So, so basically, what the Special Investigation Unit is, we work in the background 
of, uh, of the whole insurance company, the, uh, the claims department, the underwriting department, we, uh, we investigate uh, fraudulent claims uh, that work against our, our customers. Uh, we, we support uh, the claims unit by doing background investigations, uh, looking into medical facilities that might be, you know, committing fraud in the background, like overbilling, with suspicious attorneys, upstaging uh, accidents, uh, cargo theft investigations, working liaison with uh, local law enforcement, state law enforcement, federal law enforcement, etc. Alan, you want to you want to provide some more? Yeah, so um, as part of our role, we also um, assist all employees within Canal Insurance to, um, we provide them fraud detection training. Um, it's like an ongoing um, training that we are involved in every year. We liaison, like as you said, with the National Insurance Crime Bureau. We attend different conferences and network with different um SIU folks in the industry to see the current trends and where things are happening, what type of crimes are happening, what type of frauds are being perpetrated against um, you know our insureds or and any insureds in the industry, and we bring that back to Canal. We bring that back to our insureds as a service to them um, to you know minimize fraud, minimize exposure, minimize the you know the potential of our insureds being uh, falling victims to crime and criminal activity. Well, that's great. Sounds like a very important position. I'd like to believe that most people out there are very honest and are going to do the right thing, but unfortunately there are a few folks that will try to profit from situations that um, they're not entitled to. What does that do to the rest of us that we're out there paying our premiums and things like that when we have folks that um, are taking advantage of the system? Oh, definitely. Like you said, uh, there's people out there that commit crimes, and and there's people also that you know come into hard hard times like now due to COVID nineteen, and uh, see themselves in an at um, a point that they've never been before and have to commit crimes that they probably normally wouldn't do. But uh, we see spikes in um, cargo thefts, in vehicle thefts, even tractor trailer thefts in times like this. Um, and that revenue, of course, um, gets gets returned and, and, and causes uh, insurance rates to go up for for our customers. So that's how they, they, they feel the pain and are affected by by these crimes. Exactly. That's what I had a feeling that would be the answer. That's what uh, makes a lot of us mad and, and really hurts um, you know our insurance industry, not just Canal, but in, in its entirety. Is that all these hardworking folks or battling these other economic conditions and the rate is based on that and then you have a factor of folks that are profiting from situations that aren't legitimate and unfortunately those costs have to be passed on uh, as well so you know by by doing what you folks do if you can reduce or and hopefully someday eliminate these costs uh, these fraudulent claims that will help reduce the impact on all of our rates, not just uh, the trucking community, but personal lines and uh, all different types of insurance. And so we really appreciate what you folks do. What, uh, so you mentioned right now with COVID and uh, things like that, are there any unusual types of uh, um, unusual activities out there that uh, our trucking community should watch out for? What, what we're seeing right now 
And this is in conversation with our industry partners and with the National Insurance Crime Bureau, is that we've seen a definite increase in, uh, in cargo theft. Um, prior to the COVID uh, pandemic beginning, so we're talking about back um, in March when we're, we started really seeing the effects of it, we were seeing mainly you know, pilferage, where they would uh, break into a uh, trailer and just, you know, steal some of that load, especially if it's box loads or food or some other kind of commodity that is packaged in a way where you can, you know, get into the trailer and just, you know, cut some seals, cut some wrapping and, and take boxes. What we see now and what we're, we're seeing across the nation is an increase in complete load theft. The entire cargo is being taken. So the, the entire tractor trailer to ultimately unhook the trailer and take that is what we're seeing. And, and it's spiking, um, you know, in the, in, the, in the bigger states like Texas and California, Georgia, Florida. Izzy, anything else you want to add to that? No, uh, no in addition to, I mean, they're getting, uh, things are getting creative. Uh, they're building their own, I guess you want to call them, quote unquote, task force, <laughs> their own gangs. Um, we've seen some reports of even uh, bigger thefts of pallets being taken while the drivers are sleeping. Uh, you always got to remember these these tractor trailers are really long, and these drivers drive several hours, and they're, they're completely out and uh, can take advantage of this opportunity. If uh, our drivers are not, you know, target, we'll we'll talk about how to how to prevent this, but uh, not taking advantage of those opportunities to to park in a well-lit area and, and secure your load and have all these other accessories to, to alert, alert uh, the drivers. And these drivers will, will, will become victims of these of these thefts. But uh, we've seen, uh, looking up now, we have a, a BOLA, which is a report to be on the lookout of uh, something that occurred, a theft that occurred in Illinois shortly this month where they stole seven pallets of a Roomba, of the vacuums, of the electronic uh, vacuums from the back of the tractor trailer where the driver was sleeping. And this was all captured on video. So you, sometimes it's just as small as sneaking in and cutting, uh, slitting the, the opening of a box and taking, you know, a few boxes of soda, but something as big as seven pallets of, of full body Roombas. It's, it sounds like the way you folks described it, and you folks are experienced law uh, professional, law enforcement professionals, but um, it seems like it's gotten more sophisticated. So, uh, you know, somebody taking one or two items by uh, opening the back of a trailer is one thing, but taking a whole trailer or having the um, ability to remove pallets from a trailer where the driver's sleeping seems like it's a pretty well thought out plan as far as the criminal activity so you, you think that this is definitely um, like an organized uh, events that move around the country um, planning these th uh, type of activities absolutely um, there is definitely an increase in organized crime activity uh, you know organized uh, theft rings that are targeting specific areas um, Law enforcement, you know, um, years back had more specialized units to combat um, cargo theft. Um, they had multi-agency task forces set up, but they have been so stretched out, so thin um, over the past few years 
that a lot of those units uh, are no longer existing. And we have to rely on the uh, National Insurance Crime Bureau and other industry groups that provide um, safety and security training and um, try to put together information on theft rings, theft groups, the locations, and then get that out to the local law enforcement patrol officers in those zones and those areas and those regions um, to try to combat some of this. But you know, that's that's just the you know the effect of you know the current state. Um, so there are an increase in theft rings. Uh, I can't help but to think that that is happening because there's possibly less tools in the law enforcement tool bag to you know target these rings um, as we've had in the past. What, so uh, picture me as a trucking professional. I've been driving. I'm getting close to my maximum hours. I'm planning at my stop. I'm going to stop at a uh, at a facility that uh, allows me to uh, stop for overnight rest, sleeper bunk type uh, resting. What what should I do? Coach me. What what things can I do to help mitigate the possibility of this happening to me? Uh, uh, most important thing is not to leave your load unsecure. Um, like Alan said, these, these groups are sophisticated. Uh, what they're doing, uh, most of what we've observed, especially in, in trainings and conferences that we discuss with other, other companies, is um, these drivers are being followed uh, very sophisticatedly. They're, they're walking, we've observed video of them walking into gas stations. And as a, a spotter walks behind our driver and, and, and pays attention to what he's doing, you know, going to the bathroom, there's somebody outside already uh, being relayed to steal the tractor. Uh, they steal the tractor immediately, drive a few, not too far, just a few miles away where they make an exchange with a stolen um, tractor. They switch the trailer that was stolen from our unit and put it into their stolen tractor and then they take off. Um, to add to the sophisticated uh, work that they have, they have jammers which they put on the trailers immediately so they can jam the GPS signal until they can get to a remote location where they can research and try to find the GPS and remove the unit. Uh, immediately, the cargo, theft, the cargo is removed and you will find our trailer um, dumped a few miles away. Uh, dumped in a remote location and the tractor close by to where the theft occurred. They're both actually found the car was gone. Wow, I didn't... So I definitely didn't, our drivers... Go ahead, I'm sorry. I didn't realize they could jam the GPS tracker on there because I know a lot of our uh, <clears throat> trucking professionals are using uh, trackers on their trailer for... Uh, efficiency and load deliveries and things of that nature and the shippers want to know the estimated time arrival and uh, things of that nature also they can provide uh, different routing based on uh, needs or traffic conditions and things like that but I didn't know that the um, <clears throat> the criminal community actually could jam that to GPS so that's uh, that's good to know on that but when I'm pulling into my, my rest area for the night, though, are there some little things that maybe I could do that would make me less of a target than um, another a party or that would uh, deter these thieves from Absolutely. Taking, taking um, one of the things that we, we advocate um, is even before you're getting to your stop um, where you're going to you know take your rest break, 
watch watch your surroundings as you're leaving the the facility where the load was put putting your trailer um are you being followed away from that location um do you see the same vehicles along your route from where you left to that destination where you're currently headed to that truck stop um consider the location itself where you're pulling into there's different kind of, of there's different different type of uh, truck stops or rest areas um there's newer facilities are large there's smaller older ones uh we've seen in some of the theft cases that we've we've reviewed that um some of the criminal activity has actually been occurring at some of these older smaller stops uh, or trucks trucks truck stops where maybe there's not a lot of people around, the technology's not there, there's no camera systems in place. So as you're approaching the, the location, consider the layout, consider the lighting. If you're gonna be there overnight, um, where do you park? You know, Can you see from where you're parked, can you see the windows of that main facility where the, the driver's gonna go in to you know, buy some food or use the facilities? Can you see uh, the windows? If you can see the windows, that means you can look out to keep an eye on your vehicle. Um, lighting, people who are around you, other trucks that are around you. Um, can you park somewhere that would limit the possibility of the back doors of your trailer being opened? Is there a fenced in area where the trailer can be safely parked with close proximity to that, to that fence so that you can't open that gate? And then, um, using some security devices, uh, that's something that we recommend that our insurance to look into. There's all kinds of safety devices out there in the market that, for example, the air cuff lock systems that prevent um, a thief from being able to release the air brakes and the trailer brakes. Uh, there's all kinds of different locking mechanisms that are available out there. Um, that's some, some of the things that we recommend. That's and great. You, you mentioned. Is, uh, sorry, go ahead. Very, very simple is don't leave your truck run. Uh, it just takes a second. You know, you think you're just, you know, park my truck real quick. I'm going to fill it with diesel and I'm going to run inside real quick, use the bathroom. But I got to leave it running because I'm scared it might not turn on when I when I get back in or it's too hot. I want to leave the AC running. It only takes a second. We've seen this surveillance footage of, of the driver going in a few minutes later, a few seconds later, just somebody jump right in and, and, and take your cargo. Um, remember, a lot of these uh, drivers are being followed, and they're just waiting for that that, that opportunity for, for for a slip up to jump in and take the cargo. Wow, that's uh, that's great information. You mentioned being followed. Do you, do you think that they're um, the criminal society is actually knows what's in that trailer before? They take it sometimes. Maybe they're, uh, you know, they know what merchandise has been placed in there, so they uh, <clears throat> make that so, a target. So you gotta remember, this is a time of opportunity. So uh, these drivers, um, they go to the warehouses, they pick up their load, they pick off, and, and you know they might, you know, be over their hours right after they, they get their, their their cargo and take advantage and pull over and. If you if you uh, unload your trailer, just gotta remember to uh, to put like Alan said, um, you know, a kingpin lock or secure it and put it in a well lit location. But these drivers are being followed and they're waiting for that opportunity, that slip up to you know, that have them pull into a gas station, leave the truck running, or leave it un unsecured in an unsecured location and take off with the cargo. 
Alan, you, know, you mentioned Marty, lighting. Uh, oh, go ahead, Alan. I'm sorry, go ahead, Marty. You mentioned lighting. No, I was just, I was just going to mention that you, your, your question about um, do, do, do we think that the criminal groups know what the cargo is? Unfortunately, and it's, it's sad to say, some of the criminal element that's involved in cargo theft may have experience in the trucking industry. They know what facilities um, load certain type of, uh, of commodities or merchandise. Um, they can sometimes tell, um, especially when we're talking about flatbed loads that are tarped, sometimes they can tell what type of uh, goods are being transported. Are they transporting precious metals? Is that trailer picking up a load from a mine facility over on the you know the southwest region of the of the country? Um, sometimes they, they know exactly what type of merchandise or what type of commodity or good is being transported, and they're targeting those vehicles as such. And like as you mentioned earlier, they work in a group. They'll follow a driver when the driver parks to go inside a facility in a rest, in a rest stop or maybe a restaurant they'll actually follow the driver inside the location somebody an accomplice will go in there on foot to act as a lookout we've seen this on video um that person is in communication with the other crew that's outside getting ready to steal that tractor trailer so yeah it's, it's a sophisticated thing and they, they they are targeting and they're doing their homework um, before they target our insurance. Yeah, I, I could see and, that. They... And Martin, to, to add on to, to Alan, um, there's also the possibility of, of internal, you know, suspects working in the factories where they, they call up their buddies, they're like, hey, we got a shipment of, of 50, 60 inch TVs coming out this week, and, and they're going to XYZ, and that'll be a good location to head straight to South Florida out to the, to the port. So right. that's also that coordination. There's also that coordination being internal fraud. I could just see it. There's, you know, we we all work in insurance and we know what's being hauled, but uh, some of those loads don't have much value, um, or they're very hard to sell. But like a load of electronics would be pretty easy to sell. So I was just wondering if the uh, criminal uh, community kind of targets uh, the shipping areas and follows them through. Alan, I think you mentioned too that. People or, or, or Ismail, I'm sorry if I mixed that up, but they watch someone go into a service station or a, a restaurant or something like that. Is it possible even to be deterred in there? Maybe someone starts a conversation with you to keep you in there, and you're, you know, that leaves your truck even more time out there unattended. Um, have you seen anything like that? And, and the ones that we've seen, um, I have not seen the driver approach to engage as, as a means to keep them occupied. Um, but that's not to say that that can't happen. Um, obviously, that would be a good distractor to, uh, to employ. Um, maybe um, in the review of the videos that we've seen, you know, it's hard to say, um, you know, if 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 no one's really talking to our driver then you know the criminal in his mind is like i'm just another patron inside the store i'm just in line waiting to pay um so they may not want to expose themselves by engaging the driver um you know directly okay. now in in theft, theft rings they've been able to determine who the who the players are because they'll see the same person every time 
in different associated thefts and all of a sudden using advanced technologies such as facial recognition that law enforcement has, they've been able to say that's the same individual on this theft, on that theft, on this other theft. And that's how they've been able to identify different different players. Uh, but I haven't seen the driver being engaged in a distracted manner um, so that they're not aware of what's going on outside. But that's not to say that, that it can't happen. Um, unfortunately, we have to keep keep our, our, our wits about us at all times and, you know, keep our head on a swivel at all times. Right. Uh, excellent. Excellent advice. One last thing before we wrap up. You folks mentioned technology. And I know that technology can mean a lot of different things and a lot of different costs. But if I'm a, a small operator, independent operator, and I want to try to protect myself, um, what about these cameras I see that um, I could buy at Best Buy or on uh, Amazon or, or wherever, these uh, small little cameras that fit on the dash and things like that? Would that have you seen that to be beneficial at all? Um, yes, and, and that's, um, that's how, that'll be very beneficial to as far as driving and, you know, in a future day we can talk about stage accidents and how, how our drivers get um, intentionally set up where a vehicle will hit the brakes and, and cause our drivers to, to, to hit them. But those also, there's also, in addition to those, those drive cams, there's also the cameras that can be put inside the trailer towards the back. So they can get a good picture of, of the subjects when they open up the trailer um, so we can pass on to law enforcement. One thing that I'm going to revert back real quick is um, I want to make sure that our drivers are reporting the cargo thefts immediately. If they become victims of a cargo theft, the faster that information gets out to law enforcement, the faster that cargo can be recovered. These, uh, these suspects um, tend to take the same routes on the highways out to uh, down to you know locals like South Florida and uh, the East Coast and and, and Charleston, while ports are, and uh, the the local task forces know these. So the faster our drivers report this information to them, get it out to law enforcement, the faster uh, we can uh, we can get this this cargo recovered. You probably just answered my my question, but I was going to ask. So let's say I do come out of the the uh, service station and I noticed something just doesn't look right and um, I, I noticed the back gate tape has been broken and the, the locks undone what should I do right then call law enforcement immediately okay. call law enforcement immediately to to respond to your location um, hopefully somebody that works those highways a trooper or a sheriff or whoever the the um, you know agency is responsible for that region will respond right away. Um, hope, hopefully, they will follow up with um, that location to see if they have cameras um, and see if maybe anybody was captured um, in camera um, being involved in any criminal activity. Contact us immediately as well uh, to let us know what happened, what transpired. The quicker we can get involved, the better it is because we can, uh, like as you said earlier, we can liaison with the insurance, the National Insurance Crime Bureau. We can liaison with other entities and uh, put a bolo out, which is a be on the lookout for our bolo uh, in case um, your trailer was stolen or some merchandise was stolen, some goods were, were stolen, or, or the entire tractor trailer was stolen. We'll put that out. Time is of the essence. And also, while law enforcement is there or, or you're waiting for them, look around you. Um, you mentioned cameras. 
and we can get into a future future conversation about how cameras are beneficial, especially when we're looking at stage accidents. But cameras have been very beneficial in cargo theft investigations, um, where another another truck that's parked and has that that camera on that front window running has actually captured the theft of uh, another tractor trailer that's parked within that vicinity. And uh, sometimes uh, law enforcement will canvas other trucks that are parked there to see if anybody um, had a camera running that may have captured the uh, the theft, the, 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 the ring, those who are involved, and develop further leads that way. And if and if law enforcement doesn't doesn't it's, if our drivers or our insurers don't see that happening, um, maybe because whatever the reasons may be, maybe law enforcement is backed up that day, maybe they're stretched thin that day, maybe they have multiple calls pending, and they don't see something like that happen. It may not. It may be worth um, just taking a few minutes to talk to the other drivers that are there in the lot and see if maybe one of them can review their video to see if maybe they captured something. So it's uh, it's definitely an important tool that can definitely aid. That's great advice, Alan. I was thinking, too, the, the law enforcement um, does great things for us, and certain calls get priorities. You folks are the experts at that, and there might be a delay in those folks getting out to the scene. But if I notice my truck, something isn't right, and I report it to law enforcement, while I'm waiting, though, um, I've got my cell phone. What if I take pictures of um, not only the, the damage I think has been caused, but the vehicles around? Um, all, all of our professional drivers that haul for a fee have uh, DOT numbers that we could use if we aren't able to contact them that night or if they have to uh, continue their operation and leave. Um, we could use that DOT number to contact, help try to contact them at a later date. Is that a, a fair statement to make? Absolutely. We can, we... Right. And so you mentioned, too... We can get a, a better idea of, of the area, how the scene was, what trucks were there. Definitely, definitely helpful. Right. And, if, and maybe those fellow trucking professionals have a camera, just like you said, but nothing's happened to their vehicle, so they... Uh, and, and they may not even know we were in distress, so... They're going to um, take on and complete the obligations of their load and not even know anything was wrong. But if we contact them, uh, you know, even a day or two later and say, hey, we noticed you're parked next to our truck and do you have a camera? And I think we'd be surprised to know, to learn how often folks do have a camera and we can get that footage and that would help backtrack there. Another thing that was mentioned I think is very important is to report to us, and I think that would be report to Canal. Our um, our twenty four seven claims number is very important. No matter how minor you think the incident is, if it's a, a, a theft or if uh, someone backs into you in a parking lot, or if you think you back, uh, someone accuses you of backing in or a lane change, anything, every, even if they say it's everything's fine and they go away, it's real important to report those claims to us. And you can do that twenty four seven at eight eight eight. Two four seven four four two four. It's best to report anything and everything so that we can uh, get involved real quick, and Alan and Ismail can um, get get moving really quick. You folks would agree that the earlier you get in, the better the outcome. Is that 
something that really helps yeah, the folks out? With evidence, time is of the essence. Uh, as soon as we can get uh, that information, we can set it up, look through it, and get it passed on to law enforcement. Uh, with cameras, too, uh, video surveillance footage. Usually now the videos are, are high def, they take up a lot of space, and, and these companies like to recycle it, you know, move over. So as soon as we get in there, we can get that video surveillance footage. We can see who was on the scene, who can contact witnesses, get more information, get that, that cargo recovered uh, properly. Yeah, that's an important. And, and 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 get us photos if if the tractor and trailer are stolen. Get us photos right away. This is what the truck looked like. This is the truck number. This is the license plate on that tractor trailer. Right, give us all that information as soon as possible. There's other tools that law enforcement can utilize to be uh, to have have alerts put out for that for that uh, vehicle immediately. Make sure that the, that our drivers. Um, have that information handy. Um, you know, they if they come outside and the tractor and trailer are gone, they, they need to know what the unit number was. They need to know what plate number that tractor had, what plate number that trailer had. We need that detail. Time is of the essence. While they're waiting to get to get back in touch with uh, with their office and try to find out which which uh, all that all those details. You know, the the clock is ticking, and the criminal activity um, is getting further and further away from the scene of where where it transpired. Um, so the closer in time we can get involved and get all the details out, the 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 higher the likelihood of being able to recover um, the stolen good, the stolen cargo, the stolen tractor trailer is for us. That's great information. Well, I really appreciate your time today and uh, hope to speak with you folks again in uh, some different areas. You mentioned staged accidents and things of that nature and uh, really look forward to it. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Alan and Ismail as much as I did and gained some valuable insight into protecting your cargo against theft. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Hauling Notes. Want to make sure you never miss a Hauling Notes episode? Head to the link in the show notes to sign up for email notifications.